0: You're listening to Living Millennial Podcast, a podcast that features and celebrates Black millennials doing amazing things in industries that they're in. We'll tap into all things trending and some that aren't. Let's get deep fast. Are you looking for affirming and uplifting apparel? Check out PlantedAffirmations.store now and choose your favorite item today. Planted Affirmations is a Black woman-owned business rooted in love and affirming words. Allow Planted Affirmations to announce your proper pronouns with their Empowered Pronouns line available in tees, hoodies, and fanny packs. Start a powerful conversation with the You Are Not Broken line. Shop today at plantedaffirmations.store. That's P-L-A-N-T-E-D-A-F-F-I-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S dot S-T-O-R-E. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Living Millennial. This is Brittany. Hey, hey. It's Mandisa. And we have some special friends with us today. We have Janelle and MB from Being Becoming Podcast. Hey, Queens hey what's up y'all yes what's up what's up so first of all for anybody who's listening in welcome back or just plain old welcome we certainly appreciate y'all for being here living millennial podcast celebrates and highlights the diversity within the black millennial community And we always have amazing and dope guests. And I like to share this space and give our guests the chance to brag about themselves, right? And tell us all the dope things that they're doing in their lives. So Janelle, let's start with you, Queen. What you got going on? Tell our audience all about you.
1: (laughs) Well, hello, everyone. My name is Janelle. I am from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I am a health MPE teacher um, for high school. So I love my teenagers. Um, They can be a headache sometimes, but I still love them. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else about me? I love makeup. I love makeup. That is like one of my favorite things to do. Um, I'm very creative, very artistic. Um, I am a straight shooter, you guys. So that means I believe in being hot, which is honest, open and transparent. I don't do no mixes, y'all. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna hear it, y'all gonna see it, and y'all gonna feel it, okay? In that time, period.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but I am a co-host on Being Becoming the Podcast with my girl MB. She's here as well. Um, we've been friends for a very, very long time. Went to the University of Kentucky together, so it's always good. And thank you, ladies, for having me here on the show.
0: No problem. Thank you so much for joining us. We're excited to hear all the straight shots you got for us later in this conversation. <laughs> We're excited. And I know the audience is excited as well. Um, MB, tell us about you.
3: So, hey, you guys. Uh, my name is MB. I am the other half of being, becoming the podcast with Janelle, my girl. Like she said, we've been friends for a long time. Uh, go all the way back to beginning days of college, uh, like day one. <laughs> and I can definitely second that she is a straight shooter. Like she's gonna tell you how it is. I'm more of the like chill back, relaxed friends. Sometimes people call me kind of mom-ish a little bit, but you know, I'm always there to have a good time. <laughs> Uh, But anyway, a little bit about me. I am, uh, I live in Atlanta, Georgia, but originally from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, And I'm a real estate agent. I'm a realtor. I love helping people achieve their dreams and finding their dream home. Um, But my passion project is, you know, podcasting. So being, becoming the podcast, that's why we started it, to help, you know, millennials and help other people who want to, you know, become the best version of themselves. And that's what we just leave it at.
2: Yes, I'm here for the A one since day one vibes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Same. I kind of want to hear y'all's story of, of meeting because mm. Ma- Mandisa and myself, and even Jamal, who was on our previous seasons, uh-huh. we have an interesting story. But I'm, I feel like y'all have a pretty dope story too. So give us a little bit of, little bit Please. of that. How y'all met?
1: Go ahead Let's and do- tell it, MB. <laughs> I'm gonna start it, and I'm gonna let her pick
3: up because I want her to put her flavor and her twist on it uh so you guys we met over food which we both love we met over some good old home southern cooking your girl was an RA in college so you know that RA lifestyle I was sitting at desk bored we had really long shifts I think I had to be there for like six hours at a time and you know you'd be seeing people walk by and just check in but you'd be like on your laptop or doing whatever my girl Janelle this is our first time meeting you guys like, we had seen each other, you know, within the halls and things, but we never had, like, an actual conversation. She comes to the desk and is like, you want some food? I'm cooking. Girl brought me cornbread, fried chicken, greens, mac and cheese. And we have been friends ever since. Didn't ask for nothing. Like, was just cooking and was like, hey, you want a you plate? So we've been friends ever since.
2: Let me just yes. say that the fact that, that she was cooking, that you, Janelle, were cooking, not like let me bring you a plate from the cafeteria. I right. made this. <laughs> wow. That's beautiful. That's pretty-,
1: that's pretty much what happened, y'all. Mm-hmm. And I do like to cook. As y'all can see, my last name is Cook. Um, and I really do have that gene. I really do. I can really cook. It does. I can cook. I th- It be no. Anything you want me to try, I can. All right. I got you. Say no, yes. mm-hmm. no more. It's a custom, you know. I do all my friends with a custom. No matter where I am. You know what? I didn't make you no cookies when I went to Atlanta. MB, I'm so Ooh. sorry. That's my whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what or who comes over, I yeah. will always have like fresh baked cookies for you. Always. She
2: does. That's always. one of, I was just about to ask now you cook, and I was just about to ask if you baked, if you if you dabbled in both worlds. Yes, yeah. I love baking. That's like <laughs> my favorite. I'm here for it. I want you to connect with my brother because he—he's—he's he's the, the chef in the house. I pull up with a plate like that's. No i I got you. Ready to eat. <laughs> I
1: whip something up for
3: you. <laughs> I'm here you for it. I went to the
0: wrong school, now. Nah. girl. I want to eat this microwave.
3: It's crazy if you ask any of our friends from like even that year or just college. Like, we were always known as the people, like, we would literally sit up in the halls. Like, when we weren't doing anything, you know, usually people would go out, whatever. We were in the halls. We were in there cooking a plate. We cooked fried chicken sometimes, cooked tacos. We cooked a whole yes. Thanksgiving dinner for yes, everyone in our hall. Yes, we did. And people still remember it to this day.
0: Oh, yes. that's amazing. That's love. That is big love. Yes. That's yes. big love. Well, that's amazing. We love food at Live at Millennial Podcast, and we mm. also love Friendship. <laughs> you guys are providing us <laughs> with food and friendship already the, the two s <laughs> <friendship laughs> fellowship okay
2: fellowship.
0: Yeah. yes fellowship this I is
1: what life. i tell people once you break bread we family yeah so, that's what it is we're family at that point mm-hmm.
0: yes I love that. I didn't like any of my RAs in school, so I love that you were <laughs> like, "Can I feed you?" Because all so, of our RAs would have been scared to eat up eat anything we was giving them.
3: <laughs> I'm telling you, I was. I like to think of myself. I was the cool RA. Like I let a few mm-hmm. things slide here and there because I was like, "I understand, but I'm gonna need you to get it together because it's right. not about to fall back right. on me." So
0: that right. part, <laughs> that whole part. Um, all right, y'all. Well, we're ready for our first
2: it's Mandisa. What do you
0: have Hello. for us, my love?
2: <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get into word of the day, y'all. So whether this is your first time with us or this is uh, a return, listen for you. Uh, word of the day. How this goes? I'm gonna give you the word. I'm gonna give you the definition. Today, I'm gonna even put it in a sentence. I don't always do that, <laughs> but
3: I'm gonna put it in a sentence today. <laughs>
2: Um, and, and the goal is that each of us use this at least once throughout our discussion. Um, so get your, your notepads and your pens and pencils, your app, whatever. Hey, post it, Brittany. Thank you. <laughs> That's for my, my heart right there. Um, and, and tally it up and see how many times we use this throughout the episode. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Today's word of the day is serendipitous. Serendipitous. It's an adjective, and I'm going to spell it because I know Brittany likes it when I spell it. S <laughs> E R E N D I P I T O U S. Serendipitous. It means occurring or discovered by chance in a happy or beneficial way. So we've all experienced a serendipitous moment of receiving information just when we were least expecting it but needed it most. Serendipitous. That's beautiful, friend. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It yes. came to my mind and I was like, <gasps> yes, perfect. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I actually, feel like it's
1: the perfect
3: word for this episode, too. I feel like
0: it's going to come up a lot. I'm already, my wheels are turning. I love <laughs> you it. My
1: mind is shifting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we already yes.
0: kind of started off with the serendipitous
2: mm-hmm. story,
0: right? Yep. So, does that count as by one?
2: I think so. <laughs> Go ahead and take that tally, girl.
0: Because <laughs> yeah. you know later on I will forget, girl. I will forget. <laughs> but here's one thing I did not forget. So I hope y'all wrote that down. Y'all got that mm-hmm. going. Mendisa. I am not going to uh, ask you to say the definition again because you've given us enough. But normally <laughs> that's what I, I have her do all kind of things a good couple times. But here's what I did not forget. I didn't forget... The Game Segment Queen. Ooh, come on with it. Come on with it. It is game time. Our listeners know we love games. We love a game. All the games. All the games. However, Song Association is that game for us. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. So this is how it's going to go this episode. Song Association, for those who do not know, I will give a word Four words in total, but I will give a word. And it is up to these queens here to come to sing a song that has the word in the song or the title. I will give you all a total of 10 seconds. Okay. And it is okay to work together. Y'all can work together. Okay, okay let's, okay. Do, it.
2: let's okay,
0: do it. Okay, okay. It's, <laughs> it's not a competition completely. <laughs> but that is how the game goes and feel free to sing as you sing belt all, all the things like just get it get it going you know allow the you could do take a little break <laughs> and, and stuff, a little warm-up you know
2: <laughs> that is a okay
0: all right <laughs> A-OK. All right. Y'all ready for the first word I'm right nervous down. but I'm ready
2: <laughs> I appreciate that
0: you know what nervous is still ready you absolutely right. right those two things can exist at once so let's get it all right the first word is Bird,
2: Ooh. is that even a real song? Okay,
0: it is. Does that count? You, did, you sang it a little different than I heard. i fly like a bird. I Ooh. want to fly. Hey, I don't know what my husband <laughs> is. That, that's what I had in mind. I like Oh, that. okay. okay, okay. It took a minute though. I was sitting there
1: like, mm-hmm. bird. okay, <laughs> you sent me. I ain't gonna lie. I was like.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, okay, the uh, bur- birds a right. th- <laughs> bird. <laughs> <laughs> they there. All right, let me give y'all one more. I was waiting for somebody to sing this one. Pretty little birds, pretty little birds. Um,
2: uh, mm-hmm. there's a oh you know what? i'm mad at her that's why because she's been telling us she' about to come out with an album for like four years now and i'm like <laughs> <over> here, <bye." laughs> well she just did a
0: live a kind of live performance so she's giving us a little song song a little song, that's a little song. okay <laughs> are y'all ready for the next the next word okay. Now no i'm kind of
2: nervous
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you made it under 10 seconds y'all so that was oh. good. all right okay, okay so the next word is when.
2: All I do is win, 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 no matter matter what. what. Yeah,
1: Got money on my mind. I can never
0: get enough. Okay. There
2: we go. We're a collective win. Right. (laughs) I was not going to think of another one. (laughs)
0: That's uh, that's the only one I had in mind for Mm y'all too. So, so great job. All right. Are we ready for the next, the next word? Mm-hmm. The next word is me, 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 uh,
1: me, me, myself, and uh Beyonce. like
2: that. What, what I, I found, found out. Out. <laughs> And it ain't, ain't no, no, no need to, to, to grasp <laughs> because I like some. Uh, I'm uh, gonna be my
0: own, own best, best friend. friend. Hey, me myself <laughs> and I is what I got. Okay. All right. You see? Thank
1: you. good. I had, I had a title on my head. Yes. Thank you, choir. Thank you, choir.
0: Right. <laughs> you right. Background. Background Okay. what happens when we work together. All righty. Okay. The very last word. Time. 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 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: For the first
3: time. Oh, I, for the, oh sorry. Uh, I was saying, I time on my hands. I don't know the Ooh. rest of them. Mm. <laughs> and something else. <laughs> I ain't got no plans. No, 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 no. Girl,
0: listen.
2: Ooh, look at this here. I'm listen. going down. Ooh, okay. I think we ready for karaoke. <laughs> Here's the thing. If there has ever been, look at me. <laughs> this was oh, that song do to me. If she there's
0: ever a song that don't ask me why at a young age i felt that song but that's every song i felt felt that was it Mm -hmm. go ahead mary well the the, when she did the remake but thank you that was beautiful (laughs)
1: girl (laughs) do we need to sign you back up for choir i think girl i'm done she said back
0: up back up that (laughs) means you got a history okay
2: you ready that's what that means
0: Well, that was our fourth word how y'all feel was that fun for y'all
2: it was that fun was. i love the collectiveness of it yes, yes. Good work i, 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 I love it <laughs> i really just thought of another me- when you said that that song hit you like like you really felt that when you was a kid that reminded me of and it kills me My hey. kid, i was like uh oh, me <laughs> mm. Retro. melanie Retro.
0: fiona that's yeah. real mm-hmm. that's- Look,
1: hold know. on, let's let's talk about that. You got Mary J. Blige, Melanie Fiona. What's the song for you, MB? Oh, shoot, you put me on the spot. Huh? <laughs> and you not I don't be remembering song titles like that. I
3: just know like the little hooks of the songs. I don't know, what's me, for you? The
1: single hook? Okay, for me, it's Sunshine Anderson. Oh, I, I don't really, know if y'all yes. remember that song.
0: Um, shoot, let me Heard it first. all before. Yes, I'm heard it me. all before,
1: yes. That was my song. All I let your like, oh (laughs) i didn't have no dude at that point
2: but i said i wish he would i wish he would right (laughs) the 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 lyrics don't need to represent my reality but i feel them i'll say the
3: artist for me not a specific song but monica all the way around
2: really yes
0: okay okay i I understand that i can just relate so after that after the storm album (laughs) yes yeah yes
3: but
0: not a specific song for me yeah Yeah. monica and see each of those women sings their songs with so much passion like they are Mm -hmm. true artists Mm -hmm. so i think that's really get us especially if you're like i'm an empath i am i will claim it as much as i be struggling sometimes i'm an empath so if you're singing something with passion if i've never gone through it i'm going through it with you right you can feel
2: it Mm -hmm. (laughs) All, every jazz Sullivan
0: a song. Mm. <laughs> oh girl. Yeah, That's another real. good one. Because mm-hmm. I know I would really never in real life, however, mm-hmm. I would do How it. With jazz. Ever. When jazz is on, we doing this together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are doing this together. But I'm glad y'all enjoyed the game. Yes. Um, and I think uh this is actually a pretty good segue into um our discussion. We talked about um especially empathy and um actually no imp- just empathy, period. Mm -hmm. I think that's Mm going to be very significant to the conversation today Um, because a lot of what we're going to discuss starts with that. And um, I know for Mandisa and I, one of our last episodes, we talked about burnout and how it's affecting our lives and how it's very present, Um, but then also how it's okay to, you know, rest and kind of get back to yourself um, in order to just go back to the world or go back into the world, um, mm-hmm. you know, restored and refreshed. And um, for me, at least for like a new, a new, like, I want to use the word belt, but like a new plate of creativity, basically, I'll, I'll put it on a plate. Right. You know, many spice, stuff like that. But I put, <laughs> connected to the food, I put a, a plate, <laughs> the creativity is presented to you on a new plate. Um, But I also wanted to bring up, uh, you know, one of your last episodes, you guys were talking about celebrating small wins, mm-hmm. Um, which is, I think it's very important. And sometimes it is hard to do when you're in that state of burnout, when you're in that state of like procrastination. Um, So tell us, tell our audience um, a little bit more about how that discussion went for you all um and I'm looking at MB I'm looking at uh, your quote oh, right quote. behind mm-hmm. you yeah which I think of, of course connects to success is a series of small wins um so yeah we want to hear more about how that connects with you all and and how the episode went for you
3: yeah the crazy thing is we All of our episode topics that we do, we get inspired by conversations we're already having or maybe like conversations we see on social, just something will pop up and it'll be like, that will be a great or dope topic to talk about. But the small wins thing came about because it was Juneteenth and a lot of people were torn about like, hey, is this something we really should, you know, be happy about? Or is this something that we should be like, well, you know, there's so much work that still needs to be done. And both spaces were correct. Yes, we should it's both things were happening at the same time. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. And this wasn't really, in a sense, wasn't really moving the needle forward much. But also, I mean, it's, it's a thing that we should kind of celebrate. It brings more awareness to Juneteenth because there's a lot of people like, I honestly didn't learn about Juneteenth until I went to college. Like I'm from Kentucky. A lot of people in Kentucky, when I was younger, we didn't celebrate it. Uh, we may have heard about it, but it wasn't something that was on our forefront. So that's where the episodes like came from, but it evolved so much when we started to talk about celebrating small wins. Like we talked about, you know, like in work and like you're working toward like this big goal, but there's so many other things that you're achieving in between. And it's like, are you taking the moments to celebrate those? And I think that goes back into you guys's topic with burnout because it's like, there's this big goal at the top and we're just continuing to, you know, move through the steps and the motions and go through everything to get to this. But that's going to take a lot of time to get to that. Whereas, Mm -hmm. like, there are things in between that can keep you motivated when you celebrate those. There are things in between that, you know, you can just take a moment to breathe and just, you know, be aware and be in the moment. Like, instead of just always pushing, you know, the needle forward to that big win that you want, if that makes sense.
1: And I feel like what we really um, came to realize on that whole um, episode is that we have an expectation for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that expectation is for us to really accomplish that ahead of time ahead of the speed but literally nothing happens on our time everything is speed. you know what i'm saying and it's really when everything all the elements are aligned when things are supposed to happen and sometimes i feel like we get burnt out is because we we are so impatient we want everything now mm-hmm. today
2: that instant gratification exactly gratification, mm. right mm-hmm. right
0: that is real and if we don't want it right away somebody else want it from us right away Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, being in a society we, we talked about this and living in, in a society living in the states where um you know every they, they glorify no days off right they uh-uh. glorify the hustler's life and and all this stuff but it's like no sis bro king queen we need we need some days off and that's actually more beneficial um you know so and and feeling guilty that's a very Mm. real thing and the times when we are being intentional with resting guilt will come up because of how we've been conditioned or because of when we're scrolling we see everybody that's you know doing all the things and again telling us no days off that life and all that good stuff But it's like no, you can't. You you really can't do that. That's not realistic. Right. That's know?
2: not. Oh yes, you took the words right out of my mouth. That it's not realistic. And and I'm such a a physical communicator. And B, when you were you were going like like the goal <laughs> is here, and and you know the 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 angle, the 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 journey is this way, and it's this you know the 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 visual of a linear journey to get to the goal to get to the um the mountaintop and that took me back to like hiking yeah i'm in i'm in la i'm in southern california i hike all the time Mm -hmm. and for anybody who's ever been hiking (laughs) it is very rarely actually i can't tell you if i that i've ever taken a straight shot all the way up to the top, there's switchbacks, there's inclines and declines along the way. And so for like nature, (laughs) let nature be, be the teacher in, in that life is a series of ups and downs and going back and forth and around, but you still, you still going to get to the top. You're still going to get to, to that, that view, that peak, that point of, I made it.
3: And I think we have, I think all of us probably have a lot of personal, you know, stories related to that in the sense that I can think of, I previously worked in higher ed and I really thought that was going to be my end all be all. I was, I had gotten my um, master's in higher ed and I was like, you know what, I love what I'm doing. I really feel like I'm helping students and that's what I, I, any career field or any path that I choose, I want to, I want to help someone. I want to feel like I'm making some sort of impact. So I felt like I was making an impact, but I was getting that burnout. We had a lot of turnover in my department. So just because someone wasn't filling that role didn't mean that the job still didn't have to be done. So it was was that mentality of no days off, we have to get this done, move-ins coming in, we're planning six months in advance, but also doing our own jobs. So it really took me taking a back from everything and really focusing more on what was important to me. Cause again, I couldn't see the bigger picture. There was something bigger out there for me. And when I ended up leaving higher ed, it was just, it was such a, like a shock to me because I really, again, I thought it was my end all be all, but leaving higher ed, um, I've told this on our podcast before, I had a year off where I did not work. Mainly because it was the pandemic. I moved to a new city. I didn't have a lot of connections in the city that I moved to. Um, so between those two things, like it was hard for me to find work, but that was meant to happen. Because when you create space, I heard someone say this um, the other day and I'm not gonna quote them exactly right, but it's so powerful. I know who it was, Tabitha Brown. Tabitha Brown said this. It is so powerful when you can create space to be creative. Like you have to have that space. If you're working, um, not to say people shouldn't work a nine to five, because if you you should and you can, and you, you know, it's great. You can do both if you want to. But I know me personally, when I was working in higher ed nine to five, I didn't have time to create that space. I was always worried about you know what's next what else do I have to do with this job so when I took that year off I created space to open all of this up that's when I was able to do certain things like connect with you guys and collaborate with you guys and podcasting and all that like I would have never dreamt or thought about that while still working my me personally my regular nine to five so yeah burnout's a real thing but you know you have to create that space as well
2: and I, I also love that you mentioned, you know, that, that uh, moving to a new city and and kind of a reset and, and time mm-hmm. to, to look at the bigger picture for yourself came with, uh, or, or coincided with, with the pandemic, which I think for a lot of people was a little bit of a serendipitous thing. It, it. it was was something that I think so many people really needed to pump the brakes. And COVID-19 said, here you go. <laughs> Get out the car. <laughs> um for for you know for for the 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 good and bad that um it came with and that we're still going through. Um yeah it uh, for me also, it I was out of work for at least a year. I, I work in theater. Um, as, as our listeners know, <laughs> I'm a stage manager by passion, um, and my work involves, uh, you know, being at work six days a week, sometimes for really long days, and being out of work was very jarring um, at first, but like when I took the amount of sleep that I caught up on I got to pivot and and dig into like web development and things like that um and then kind of experience um the city of LA in a in a different way so yeah
0: yeah so it sounds like you found a way to celebrate small wins
2: yes indeed thing
0: about that. Yes. <laughs> Um, which I'm really interested to know, like, what are you all's uh, process of celebrating small wins? Because I, I know for me, it, it's a process to even sit down and recognize that, you know, there are even things to celebrate. <laughs> like, it, it takes a lot for me to, I as much as I do, so it's just the crazy part, like, I do a lot of things. And I have people, I have to have people tell me what the hell I'm doing for me to even realize oh yeah that is something that I'm doing like oh yeah you right about that but um (laughs) so I know for me that's where the the process has started before of like just people telling me like no this is what's happening you're doing these things this is this is something you should celebrate and then I'm like oh yeah you're right however that's not something that I know I should always depend on like I really should create the space to to do that for myself um so that process for me looks like that's a part of my, like when I meditate, you know, that's a part of my meditation. Um, it's just thinking, going back and finding um, what I've done, what I've done with others, um, thinking about other people who I've, who I've, you know, surrounded myself with and, and just showing a great amount of gratitude um, in that moment. And then later on expressing it. You know, even Mandisa knows. Like, I'll send a random text just like, oh, my God, I just, think, just love you. just want to say thank you so much because I love you. Da, da, da. Just, just out of nowhere. Um, but that's, you know, for me, that's a win. that's something to to acknowledge and, and celebrate. So, I'm interested to know about you all, though. What are your processes to celebrate those small wins? Um,
1: the crazy thing is, <laughs> Micaiah and I, we did that the other day. Uh, we record um, on the weekend. And we legit just did what you did. You gave your your co-hosts praise. You know, we praise each other. And I feel like that's a part of the small wins as well, is making sure that you recognize your friends when they're on this journey and throughout this journey to say, hey, I see and recognize what you're doing. Keep going, stay focused. And I know when MB first started the being Becoming the Podcast, at first she was like, girl, I get no views. You know, no one's really paying attention and I already told her, this is my thing. You have to speak life into your friends. And I believe um, in that to the fullest. And I, what did I tell you, Envy? Do you remember what I told you? I said, just watch. I said, you're going to get big. You're going to get big. Just wait on it. Wait on it. Be patient. Stay with it. And you have to speak life into Look, I'm telling y'all, everybody needs that in their life. If you don't got no friend, or the family member that's doing it. Let the people go and get you some new ones. <laughs> and that's just, that's 100. I'm, I'm just being 100. With that y'all. whole part. <laughs> I'm, I'm whole telling part. y'all. But um, also, um, I just believe in taking time for you. Um, that really helped me throughout this journey. Um, I just got done getting my master's and working full time. I was coaching with the basketball team. Look, thank you. But Fenty knows. I barely had a break. I, I would lose my little marble sometimes. I'd be like, girl, I'm I'm so busy. I don't even got time to sleep. <laughs> but I learned, especially uh again, coronavirus really helped me to sit down and to really focus on Janelle and what Janelle liked to do, what Janelle wanted to do. And throughout the opportunity, even with finishing up my master's program and still working full time, I was taking a little time out for me. Um one thing you guys know. Look, I love to do makeup, but I also like to paint, and um, especially do like graffiti art and things like that. And so I was able to really get to my niche again. Um, and that's what really helped me to get into makeup is the craft whole thing, you know, the aspect of that. And so look, I'm going to use the word in the sentence. Serendipity is the unplanned, fortunate discovery. And I was able to discover my passion. Of being artistic all over again throughout coronavirus, so just taking that time out to really explore and really loving what you do all over again and finding yourself throughout this journey um, is also needed. You need a breather. Walk away from it for n- not for a week, y'all, but <laughs> walk away for for like two hours or so. Regroup and then come back to it.
3: Yeah, I'm going to play a little bit off what Janelle said. I have two things, but I'll be quick with them. So my first one is just to piggyback but off she, what she said. I always, when I feel like I've achieved something or I've made a small win on my way to my bigger wins, I definitely schedule a night out. It doesn't matter what it may be. I'm going out with my girls. I'm getting a drink. I'm getting cute. It may be, I'm not even doing any of that. I'm sitting at home having some, you know, ghetto food, food, watch, binge watching some series on Netflix. And that's all it has to be, just relaxing, unwinding, and not focusing on, you know, what that goal is or what that dream is. And then the second one for me, one of my big goals for this year is I'm trying to get back um, to a healthy, you know, weight for me, you know, being healthy in general, having more energy. So I literally, as I achieve those like small goals, so as I lose five pounds, so I lose 10 pounds, I have like a um, thermometer that I drew on my board And I literally just shaded it and I get to do like a little cute little party dance like right after and just be happy about that. And I can see it as I'm walking past every day. It's like right in front of my bedroom. So as I walk past, I see that, okay, I achieved that. You know, I'm making strides. You know, I'm acknowledging that I'm making those small steps because a lot of these things that we want to achieve is not easy. Some people think we are crazy for having the dream in the first place because they visually can't see it. But, you know, you can visually see it. So just taking those small times to reward yourself, whatever that may be.
1: Preach. Preach, girl. Preach. For
0: real, for real. (laughs) That is real, real. That's really real about the vision part. And and, And a part of what will keep us from getting burned out is letting go of the mindset or thinking that we have the responsibility to get someone to see our vision. If you don't see it, you don't see it.
1: Yep. I love to tell you, it's sometimes it's better, you know, MB, we talked about this on a previous episode, I believe, nobody knew MB was getting her real estate license, nobody knew that, sometimes it's very important to hide your vision or what you're working on until it's fully there, um, fully developed, uh, already in the works, you get know what I'm saying, or after, mm-hmm. let me just say that, until, uh, what is it? Intuition, like when it's fully mm-hmm. all the way there That's oh until you you're tell
0: fru- people until you put it you sorry until you bring it into fruition
1: yes thank mm-hmm. you
0: gotcha.
1: and because if you don't people will gonna they're gonna throw things at it they're gonna kill your dream they're gonna kill your vision and you gotta remember you got haters you got haters your haters could be hell your mama I mean, I'm being for real. I'm just speaking facts, y'all. A hater is a hater. at the end of the day. They're going to be like, oh, you can't do that. Uh, Well, you know right now, that's just not the time for that industry. They're going to really say some things that you're going to be like, damn, I'm bummed. But no, sometimes you just got to wait. Don't tell nobody what you're working on. If it's just between you and your husband, like Auntie Tabitha said, sometimes it's just between you and your husband. Don't let nobody
0: else know what you got going on. Yeah, that's real. Because here's Mike, (laughs) right? Physically, like in real life. (laughs) No, but that's real. Because what I'll say to that is even if even we can have haters, even if they not, if they don't realize that that's what they're doing, because we have a lot of people who want to give feedback about things or want to be so involved in a conversation about something that you've never even done for yourself, that you've, you're talking about an industry that you're not even physically in. So that, that to me, that's been really a boundary that I've set for myself is I just choose not to have certain conversations with certain people, because if you've never had to market a product, if you've never had to market yourself uh, to to a certain capacity, you know, if you've never done those things, then how are you telling somebody what they should or should not do? And we, you may have good intentions, you may mean well, but we need to do well. You feel me? You smell me? So, <laughs> so I, I know for me, that's what, and, and, and I'm actually going to connect that to the, connect that to burnout and even connect that to, um, uh, a way that I will eventually, you know, find ways to give myself grace, but it's like, you know, when we get in all this kind of feedback and we're, we're, you know, we want to, don't get me wrong. Feedback is great. Like, please don't forget to rate and review this podcast, (laughs) this episode. So do do that at liveandmillennialproductions.com or wherever you listen to your (laughs) podcast. But so don't get me wrong, feedback is great. I like it. However, know so much about yourself. I think I've said this on the show before, but know this so much about yourself and your vision to, to understand how much feedback is really for you, right? What is really for you and what is somebody probably just, projecting, just like bringing up Tabitha uh, and uh, Williams, Wendy. Wendy was doing all that projecting, you know, talking about Tabitha's decision to retire her husband. And her projections and her assumptions were paired with her own personal experiences. Well, the fact that it's very clear that Tabitha and Wendy are two completely different people, and they're in two completely different relationships, or one of them was in a completely different relationship. So, how you feel and you putting the time on on what something's going to work—that's that feedback is invalid and is very vapid at that. Um, so, Tabitha gave a beautiful explanation. Tabitha gave a beautiful explanation or a beautiful response. Sorry to feedback and that was I hope you find what I have
2: Boom. and I you
0: know and what did she do in that moment she gave grace
2: y'all speaking and I'm imagining like mics are just dropping like <laughs> not even the one that we all have in front of, just like multiple mics are being dropped mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I also <laughs> <laughs> I also just want to say and yet another serendipitous moment just this morning, and yet let me add another tally by my name. And just this morning, I I was watching, I watched a snippet of an interview of um with Will Smith, and he was saying how self esteem. We we all have self esteem in varying degrees and, and amounts. But so often we look to others to validate our self-esteem. And, and when, when you ladies were talking about um, uh, you know, how, how others can bring you down and whatnot, that immediately came to mind. And, and also just how, how you were talking about giving ourselves grace um, when, uh, when either too much feedback or, or the wrong or negative feedback uh, comes into our space. I'm wondering how that pans out when, um, um, when, when we get too hard on ourselves. What does that look like for each of you when, cause we talked earlier about, you know, wanting to speed to a deadline. What does that look like when, when we feel like we've missed steps or when we fall short of our goals? What, what specific things do you do um, to give yourselves grace and, and allow yourself the time to get back up on the horse?
1: Okay, I, I'm go I, first. I, go ahead. <laughs>
2: okay, so um, I feel like everybody
1: has to realize, well, this is one thing I really look into. Um, you have to cry before you can walk, walk before you can run, um, just knowing what I'm able to do and what I'm not able to do, that's one thing for sure, um, because if you don't know what you're doing, of course, you're gonna mess up everything goes. You get what I'm saying, so it's like making sure that I'm on top of my p's and Q's, and hey. If I need to work on something a little bit more, then I'm going to work on that. I'm not going to rush through just so I can be like, oh, boom, I made it. And ain't shit right. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing. But then um, number two is you have to know your self-worth. Really. You really do have to know your self-worth because if you don't, throughout this journey, you're going to be like, oh, well, they didn't see me. They didn't acknowledge me or... Um, I feel less than because I'm not up here with so-and-so, because sometimes you can start comparing yourself, and there's no need for you to compare when you are already great. You get what I'm saying? Or whatever you're destined for, you're going to reach, so there's no need for comparison. There's no need for settling for less than. Um, look, MB knows, like my friend knows. I'd be like, girl, this dude said woo-woo-woo-woo-woo, but this dude knows. I am not the one, boo. I am not the one for you, okay? Period. Period. <laughs> and this is my thing. You have to acknowledge worth and be like, man, I ain't going to accept that. I'm great. And whatever you got going or whatever you feel like towards me, that's okay. That's your persona. That's your view of me. I, I don't care. I could care less. But I know for me and myself, what I'm capable of, what I'm worthy of, all of that.
3: Yes. Yes. I'm going to be honest. Um, I didn't walk out of the womb as this like super confident person. Like, you know, I just know everything about me. I know what I'm going to do. You know, I just exude this in life. Like it took work like to get here. And I'm one of those people, I think, um, our last episode, you was, you know, give me my flowers and, you know, telling me some things she really liked about me. We had talked about like what we thought of each other when we first met. And she brought up something and I was like, okay, that makes sense. She said, I was very, I'm very thorough as a person throughout like everything. So I'm one of those people, like when someone's doing something and like other people aren't recognizing, no, I recognize all that. I'm peeping everything. And I do the same thing with myself. I'm very, like, I try to assess situation so if I make a misstep or you know I fall short of a goal like I'm gonna take the moment to assess yes I'm gonna be down on myself for a little bit but to be honest like I've gotten to that point like I said it took work but I've gotten to that point where I'm like I know what I'm capable of I know that if Bobby and Sue down the street can do this what makes it mean I can't do it I can definitely do it like I, I can put in the energy the time I can have the resources I just have to you know make that happen So it's like how do I do that, what missteps did I make, assessing all of that, and I also believe like you learn through every situation you've ever been in. So if you haven't learned something through it, you haven't processed the situation, you're not going to be able to move on from the situation, like you have to figure out what is the lesson in that. So yeah.
2: Yes, I'm up here like screaming on mute. (laughs) Yes, yes. 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 Uh, 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 assessing and, and, oh my gosh, I got so excited. I just forgot the words that you just said. Oh my goodness. I got overwhelmed. Yes. Learning through, through every situation because of assessing, which sometimes brings into a, a little bit of a, a comparison, either with yourself or, or external forces, but doing, doing, two things within that saying using that as a, as a motivating factor and saying I know I can do it if they can do it I know I can and regardless I know I can but also taking the time to assess to to know your own progress I think that's so so important and that's within any lane that you're in in life just this morning, like taking an assessment of your own finances, like do that weekly. <laughs> Whatever goals and steps that you have, how do you know you're making progress if you're not checking yourself? And and I love, I think Brittany, you and I were talking about this early on in our friendship about accountability and and sharing uh, um, sharing your goals and your aspirations with your friends, especially you, your 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 close friends and family, your support system. I believe that they are a true mirror of yourself. Um, and and Janelle, you earlier said, speak life into your friends, and your friends should do that for you also. And, and to have a support system where you know, you can go to these people and say, okay, these are my goals. Like, Hey friend, I need you to remind me in a month. However, you know to remind me, put in your calendar, whatever, write a sticky note on your wall. Help me stay on track with my goals. And whether that works for you or or you you do prefer a singular lane, I think that's so helpful to, to really utilize your own support system. That's what people are there for. We're not meant to go with this life alone. Humans are meant for companionship and, and to uplift each other. And I'm looking at my Zoom screen right now, just of like the us uh, pairs of co-hosts and how I think we've all spoken on how we uplift each other not only as co-hosts and when the record button is on but as friends in real life and I think that's so important. That's a form of love and and if you don't if you don't have love and show love for your friends and your family then like what you what you doing? <laughs> right that that brings up um, a serendipitous
3: I use my word finally. <laughs> serendipitous moment um when you were talking about you know supporting your friends and you know sharing your dreams and then also what you know Janelle had brought up earlier when I first started our podcast it actually wasn't a podcast we were just on YouTube we were just doing episodes with just some of my friends would come by we would just discuss certain issues like it wasn't anything formal at all but I was talking to Janelle And I was just like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Like, I didn't even like formally invite her originally. It was more like, like, she had reached out to me and she was like, hey, I see you're doing your podcast. You're doing great. You know, she had been on a few episodes. And she was like, I'm starting, I'm thinking about starting something too. And what she literally said was how, what the direction I wanted to take the podcast in. And I was like, it only makes sense. Like, we have this connection. We can talk about personal moments. And I was like, that's only, like, it's so rare you can find a friend that you can be friends with, but you can also do business with. And that's just amazing in itself. So I just want to talk about that moment as well. Like, it's definitely important, like, if you have a friend that you truly believe is your friend, talk about your goals with them. Like, have them hype you, whether you want to achieve the same thing or not, have them as people, your hype men like, they're going to hype you up, they're going to talk to you about your, they're going to talk to their friends about what you're doing, they're going to support you on a whole nother level, so
1: yeah. And let me just say this, girl, without even knowing, I told four people today about the podcast, you get what I'm saying, and I was, it wasn't like, oh, come see us, or whatever, whatever, but, you know, I was just talking, I was like, well, you know, we talked about this on this episode. You should go take a look, you know, or something like that. It was more like that, you know, especially when you're talking about young women and especially the teenagers who are just now about to go to college and they're like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And, you know, I'm just like, here, just go to the podcast, listen to it. And look, it it will bless your life. (laughs) But then um, I was just thinking about, it's very important to have people who set you straight. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. Um, thank God for the friends that I do have who will check me when I'm wrong. And they're not afraid to check me when I'm wrong. You get what I'm saying? Because sometimes I can be very stubborn. And be knows. I can be stubborn as I don't know what sometimes, okay? But I thank God for having friends and family who will check me. And they don't got to be nice, nasty with it. They just like... <laughs> ma'am, I need you to go check that again and then you come back and you let me know what you did wrong. Or yo sis, I hate to break it to you but you was wrong. You need to go and apologize. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need that accountability in that aspect so you can be like, you know what, I can't act like I'm a boss lady or I'm that you know, that bad girl and I can't even go apologize when I know I was in the wrong. So Thank you for always correcting me when I'm, you know, when I am wrong and guiding me. That's what friends do too. They're going to guide you the right way. You don't want no friends who are going to guide you the wrong way. You want somebody who's going to politely push you on that path and be like, oh, ah, go back. Or you need to do a U-turn. You got off on the wrong exit. <laughs> that's what you need. That's what you really need. Yeah. And to wrap it back around, you're outside of your
3: friends like Chucky. your friends are going to help you with grace as well. Like when you fall short and you really feel like you've fallen on hard times, you don't know what's next, you don't know what direction you can go to go into, like usually it's a friend that's gonna help that's gonna pick you up, lift you up, like sis, it wasn't that bad. Like let's let's figure out what our next step is. Like let me help you, let me support you in this journey. So yeah, your friends are definitely and I definitely do know I always tell you, you know, we we friends like that. We we right here with it. So yeah.
0: I love that. That's, and here's the thing. That's everything this podcast is about. That's everything that Living Millennial is about. We're about um, accountability. We're about friendship and fellowship. um, And we're very much about self-awareness. Because if you don't carry a certain level of self-awareness and and a certain consciousness of yourself, then, you know, you you may not be able to give the feedback or help hold your friends accountable, um, as you know, will really be helpful for them um so those things are are very very important you because we gonna have our people that want to check us and want to tell us all these things about ourselves uh but then you know sometimes you got your friends who you'd be like uh do you have the tools to to give me that (laughs) do I want to pull a tool out of your toolbox because yikes so I think it's a beautiful thing that we're all in the place right now where we you know, we know exactly what that, what those kind of friendships look like. And we carry those for ourselves. We do that for ourselves, we do that for others. Um, because I totally agree. I know when it came, when it comes to grace, I've learned a significant amount from my close friends now. And when it comes to accountability and having hard conversations, I learned that the most from, from my friends, from my girlfriends, from my black Queens, let me be very, let me be very clear on who, who it is I'm talking to and I'm talking about, um, <laughs> but it's for my queens, my millennials, you know, we we are having these real and hard conversations, which is exactly very similar to UMB, which is what inspired the podcast, because we're not, uh, we don't hear these conversations on the mainstream, right, on these main podcasts, on these main radio shows, a lot of their perspectives on um, things that are trending, like Tabitha and Wendy, are just opposite of what conversations we're having in real life so how can you say you represent a culture um and you know you don't necessarily have a, a high level of diversity within when it comes to the perspectives of folks so um I, I just yeah I just love that we that we on the same page we all have the same goals and the same motives even when it comes to friendships um and I'm curious though too about so we mentioned goals quite a bit um, and I do want to hear everyone's steps to getting to those goals and how we find grace in between those steps too. Um, but definitely like when we have our list of goals and tasks that we have to take care of to even get there, um, how, how do we use that or how do we use those tasks to help meet our bigger goals? Or how do we prioritize? That's what I mean. That's the real question. How do we prioritize what steps do we take to prioritize <laughs> our goals?
3: Yeah, um, first of all, I wanna highlight how important it is to prioritize because you can get so scrambled. Like I've, I'll say me for an example, I used to not be the most organized person like, it's like, I knew what I needed to get done, but there were so many other like distracting outside factors that would come in. I have to do those. And then, you know, there's these things over here that I need to get done. Those are some things I want to get done. So when you don't prioritize, you get really misaligned with what, you know, that end goal is and in, in at the end. Like you have to prioritize to get to that. So I think steps that I personally use, um, is really just you know keeping myself organized is a, is a big one. I literally have, you know, all of my calendars on my phone. So I have multiple calendars only because you know I have my personal calendar, I have my real estate work related calendar, and then I just have like a shared um, calendar me and my husband of like events or like couples or outings that we're going. So I literally have all three of those on my phone so I can keep up with dates and times so I don't overbook cuz I will definitely overbook myself. And try to be in two places at once and there's only one me so it's not happening <laughs> um so yeah definitely that um definitely I think another thing that kind of helps me with prioritizing is if I can ask someone for help specifically for something that I know that they're good at because sometimes we ask pe- people for help and it's not their ministry it's not their calling they're not going to be able to achieve it they may really want to help you but it's just not in their skill set or their wheelhouse Um, so I definitely if there's something I need to do, a great example is um I edit all of our podcast, you know, videos. So if if Janelle needs to edit anything, sometimes she does like, you know, videos for work for her school and they'll have it like at you know assemblies or whatever. Girls come to me because I can definitely do it real quick if I need to, like to help her out. So I'm helping my sis out because I know she needs to get it done. Let me put these videos together, put some words in, put a little music behind it and shoot it off right to her real quick because you know it's in my wheelhouse to do. Um, So I definitely think those are things that I use to kind of prioritize some of my goals. Um, And then also, like we talked earlier, just assessing, like, what is the most important thing that needs to get done? What is time sensitive? Um, What needs to be completed in, you know, the most timely fashion? And then going from that list, like going down my list with those things. Um, But overall, like little steps in between to give myself grace Really, like, I, I mean, we've kind of already talked about it a little bit. Like, I, you really have to just be, because you're not going to always get it right. Like, there, no one's perfect. And it's like, I know there are perfectionists that are out there. I'm personally not one of them because I'm learning every day. I'm working on being the best version of me. I'm not working on being the best version of Janelle. I'm not working on being the best version of Brittany or Mandisa. I'm working on being the worst, best version of MB, and that's it so if I fall short I gotta pick myself back up yes I can have a pity party for a little bit because you know you have to allow yourself but just a little bit I can have a little pity party but I'm not going on days like this happened and I can't get anything else done no life moves on whether I'm moving along with it or not so those are just my spills I I love
0: that yes right queen I love that and you know what's funny so I already see like you have a good three affirmations that I can see behind you, right, MB? Which is, I'm very much a person of affirmations. I have a whole separate brand that focuses on that, right? Um, but I wanted to ask, like, how many planners or calendars did you have? And I also wanted to ask, like, I know, I feel like you got all the notebooks and all the things that, you know, you got to just, it's something easy to grab real quick to write it down. I could already sense that. So you listed all your calendars. I'm not surprised <laughs>
3: Girl, yes yes earlier on in the episode when I introduced myself I said I'm like the mom of the group but there's a reason why I say that not because I have old ways or thinking but I'm one of the and Janelle can speak to this a little bit I don't want to say I'm the most prepared out of my friends but I'm the most like I'm the one that you know I got it like if you need it if there's something you left at home I got it I'm the one planning the trips like I I keep a list, like I affirmations behind me. I have a whole mantra that I read in the morning. I probably have five notebooks. So I'm really mm-hmm. just like, I just feel like me personally and everyone's very different. And I love that because I don't bring everything to the table. I'm at the table, but I don't bring everything to the table. Like I need people here at the table with me. But mm-hmm. I know that what yeah. I bring to the table, and it's definitely like that organized, like we, this is, these are the steps that need to be completed. I may not be able to complete all of them, but I know in my mind, this is what needs to happen. So how are we going to divvy okay. this up together?
2: Yep. I'm curious about the notebooks too. I'm like, you do bullet journal, you got dot journal, graph paper. I'm also hearing stage manager qualities. I'm like, uh, you want to work on a show? <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: God, I love that. What about you, Janelle? How are you, what's, how are you prioritizing your tasks and your goals queen
1: um i feel like we are kind of the same me and b MB. mb is the planner you guys if i am planning a trip if i say hey mb we're going here mb is going to be the person looking at the hotel she's going to be doing this doing that i'm going to be the voice behind it i'm be like okay no problem i'm going to shoot this message to everybody woop, 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 i got it down that's my role <laughs> because mb knows i have no problem talking what i need to say or well i said talking what i need to say say what i need to say y'all get it but um one thing about me is i write it down i'm a writer just like mb i have a million and two calendars i got one right here in this room i got one on the phone when i get to work i have another calendar uh, <laughs> and you write it down that's number one but then you speak it Anything you, you're working on or anything you want to accomplish, you speak it out loud. Um, and when you speak it out loud, it's all about the manifestation of it happening. When I say I speak life into my friends, I mean that. I speak that. You know, you get what I'm saying? Because I want it to happen. And it's going to happen. I just don't know when it's going to happen. That's God's, you know, that's God's job. I don't, I don't do God's job. But <laughs> I did my job of speaking it. You get what I'm saying? For it to happen and for it to manifest. And my thing is sometimes um, we forget that we still have to do the work. Faith without works is dead. So we can't forget to do the work. So say for instance, I went back for my master's degree. If I didn't do the work or turning them assignments, hell, I ain't get no degree. Simple, simple as that. So you have to do what you're supposed to do in order to get what you're trying to obtain. So that's, <laughs> that's number three. Number four is I always have this motto. Lack of preparation leads to failure. Anything I am going after, I'm gonna prepare myself for. And I tell my students this all the time. How can you prepare to get a decent education if you don't have the resources that you need? There's no reason for you to have $200 Jordans, a whole Nike outfit, but you don't have a dollar pencil to write what you need in this classroom and i get it not everybody is fortunate enough or have the resources for it but what i'm saying is the lack of preparation you're gonna come into my classroom and expect me to give you a decent education and you don't have the basic resources that you need and thank god i'm a, I'm a good teacher where i offer all that resources but you get my drift of what i'm saying yeah so um just so making sure that you're prepared for what you're asking for or what you're asking to receive or what you're going after. You have to be prepared for it. If I'm a rapper, I'm going to make sure I have a good manager. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure I'm doing all the bookings and the shows that I need to to get my name out there. I'm going to make sure we have a YouTube, an Instagram, a Facebook, a Twitter, whatever I need to build my fan base. I'm going to make sure I, I have it. So it's all about preparing yourself um being organized oh that's so huge thank you mb and sometimes mb will shoot me a reminder thank god for friends who said reminders because sometimes okay. i'll be like girl i was lost in my all little world thank you <laughs> so having somebody who can really just um sometimes give you that reminder sometimes it's not always can um my mom is another person my mom be like girl when you supposed to be so-and-so and so and i would be like "Dang, you're right let me go do what I was supposed to do, you know. So just making sure you have some type of teamwork, not everything you can accomplish on your own. And I might've got my degree by myself, but it was other people helping me along the way. And I never forget to thank those people um, because MB knows. Um, When I was in school, I had a whole bunch on my plate with the school. I was doing a grant and MB, she uh, helped me, do a video in reference to the grant um, for our school, and I had to do a whole video, and NB, thank God for NB, she did all the editing for me, y'all, all the editing, mm-hmm. my friend stayed up, yeah, she stayed up at 3 o'clock in the morning, working with me on these edits, so, that's a real one, yes, so, like I say, when I say I give my friends the flowers, because so thank you, girl, I, I, I wouldn't I would be able to do it if it wasn't for her, so I thank God for my team, like, it, I don't have a big team, but thank God for the five people that I do care.
2: <laughs> and and that's that's where it counts right there. You don't need 20, 30 people. I, I tell you, I can't keep up with them. I, mean, I can barely keep up with the friends. Pretty insane. <laughs> i'll be taking so long to get back to me but but you know it's coming it's coming i got you i also want to want to point out um one thing that you said because it it reminded me of a quote that um tying into you know what you tell your students and being in the role of a teacher which is also uh, a mix of so many other different roles I i was raised by by teachers by educators um, and one of my, my college professors and mentors, Cortell Clark, always used to tell us, among other things, success is when opportunity meets preparedness. And it's, it's not about luck. Sometimes you do wind up in these serendipitous situations, but it's really about the door. It could can, it can be unlocked before you even get there, but you need to be prepared to open it and walk through that and step confidently into that. So I love that you said that under the guise of, of being a teacher and, and, and that nurturing quality. Um, and also you reminded me of, you know, talk, you know we've been talking so much about um, um, support circles and, and that reminded me of a quote, and I might have said it on a previous episode recently, um, but it's from the, the show that I just did uh, in Baltimore. And a, a line from the play is, nobody rises by themselves. Um, And the playwright is Charlene Woodard. Um, And I love that so much because it's true. No no matter who you are, you don't get anywhere without a helping hand.
0: Yes. And as you said that, I'm like looking over because, again, I have affirmations all over the place. And I wrote this on here forever ago, but I have this little small chalkboard and it says we rise by lifting others. And that's been on there for years, but that's a real thing. And I that just goes to show too, we're talking about goals and we're talking about small wins or wins as a whole. Um, and our support system is significant to all of that stuff because you are absolutely right. We can't do anything. We can't do many things by ourselves. Um, And as, particularly as black women, who are celebrated the most when we're independent, and you know what I'm saying, and we're doing all these things, and and who are um who always are given the stamp, whether we want it or not, given the stamp to be like strong black women, um, that again leads to like this idea of independence, but it's like, but that's not the reality, is we do so much better when we work together. The reality is, you know, we have to get out of our way. Um, out, of our, out of our own way and not asking for help and not asking for support, um, and yeah, I just think that's that's very important. And I think that's going to be that could be honestly connected to what my answer is. Is like you know, take a back seat and and kind of like what you were saying, Janelle, to realize like who can help and who can't help. Um, you know who like who has strengths where, um, and then sometimes you might we might roll with some people who have the strengths in these areas that you know that they rocking with, but they may not have the time or the availability to kind of give to you. But that's so, and that's cool. That's okay. Show them a little bit of grace. That might be your time to step back and say, okay, how can I, right? Um, And then for me, I have to remind myself all the time to just be still, Cause I want to go, 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 I want to do, 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 Mandisa know that she cracked it up. Cause I'm like, Ugh. I'll be out. Listen, I'll be talking about one goal and then all of a sudden talk about another goal and then figure out how to connect that. So that like everything just grows, grows, grows. But it's like, Brittany, slow down. You got to have friends to tell you to slow down right give you the space to talk but be like okay girl slow down um and that's you know that's how i am best supported is like when folks are trying to bring me back down a little bit ground me a little bit shit hey queen like slow down we 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 you know we got this going on this is a beautiful thing this is working out we can do these things however you know take a moment to to be still and goddamn and focus shit (laughs) And focus um, with all the organization, things, yeah. And you, because we can be as organized. Like I said, I have all the calendars and all the things too, and all the Google Docs and Airtable and all this stuff and everything to be excited about. Um, but you know, sometimes I have to have a moment to just to just be still, to just be still, um, and realize that everything doesn't have to go 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 go. Um, and even in that moment too. I'm showing so much gratitude for what has what has been right what we have done together Um, and yeah and then that that kind of boosts up a little bit more motivation that might add you know that might spark more ideas too but just write it down put it aside and focus on (laughs) and focus on other things Um, but I love that we talked about I love that we have so much to say about the people who support us. Um, that is very, very significant and um, how we move and shake in the world, regardless of what the goal is, even for, if it's something that's just for ourselves, physically, mentally, whatever it is, our support system is very, very important.
3: Brittany, can I talk about just one thing real quick that kind of ties yeah. into what you were mentioning? Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of ties into support system, but also ties into you know, giving yourself grace as well. So first of all, I want to say, I thank God every day for the parents that he provided me with um, because they truly prepared me to take on this part of my life and to continue on this journey called life. For example, when I was young, and I didn't realize this until I got older. When I was young, my parents put a lot of quotes around my room. Like there was literally a painting in my room that was a beautiful like sunset. And I would always look at the sunset, but there was words at the bottom. There was success written big, but there was a quote at the bottom that was success. It is not the position you stand, but the direction in which you look. And that stuck with me so much through life. Literally, if you can find my yearbook, it's my, it's my senior quote that I used. Um, And I literally use it on everything. I think we've used it as a quote on one of our podcast episodes because it's really what I stand by in the sense of like, we all want to achieve some form of success, whether we, however we may see that. But it's not really whether you're at the top of the mountain or not. It's like, are you making those small steps and strides? Are you, are you still looking toward that goal? Because a lot of us, when we don't achieve it so quick, we're like, let's move on to the next thing. That's not going to work, obviously. We, we can't achieve that. So it's like making sure you're giving yourself grace because you're still looking at that goal, whether you have those missteps in between or not.
1: And, B, we're going to echo this because I said this in a previous podcast. Don't look back. Don't look at, look back at your previous mistakes. Don't look back at what didn't happen, who didn't come through. Don't look back on none of that. Because if you do, you're going to focus on it. You're going to dwell on it. And you're not going to keep going in the in the order that you're supposed to go. Um, and that's key. I'm not saying uh, don't forget what you learned or that lesson don't forget that but what I'm saying is don't look back and stay there in that in that place um because we're all on a journey and your journey um is a constant journey you're, you're not just going to stay at one stop and that's it um as soon as you <laughs> get done with one journey guy got another journey for you lined up you just don't know it yet and so um I told MB that MB I was like, "Girl, I just got done with this degree, but I'm gonna go back to school." And be looked at me like I was crazy as hell. She did, but I knew then. I was like, "This, this ain't the last journey. God and I already said this is the next thing, so I gotta keep continue going, and don't, don't look back, don't limit yourself. Just keep going. You have to keep going. You have to keep going." But that's the thing, though. I thank God for instilling me parents who showed me the good qualities to look for in a good friend, for one, but then to also show me what um, success and perseverance looks like, too, and um, let me tell you about my father. My father is the old school man. Uh, My daddy knocking on 70, y'all. He had me late, okay, but (laughs) one thing about my dad is that he worked to see my dream come true, so... No matter what I needed throughout college life, I didn't have to worry because Dad's gonna come through, and then the heavenly Father's gonna come through too. So I thank God for for both of them, cause and Mama will say it too. She's be like, "Girl, you lucky. I love you. You know what I'm saying." But that's what parents do. They sacrifice for the kids and the upbringing that we had. I'm telling you, I I wouldn't be here today and be as successful as one for them. I'm telling you, thank God for parents and seeing your dreams, seeing your vision, and they saw this before I came out the womb. So thank
2: God for it. Thank God for it.
0: Say yeah. that. Yes, that's indeed. real.
2: Yes, indeed.
0: I love everything about this conversation, and I love that the premise of the conversation is just to is to focus and be open, mm-hmm. and and be intentional with who you surround yourself with. Um. Because beautiful things come out of that, including two podcasts. (laughs) Amen. Amen, amen. Um, So thank you all so much for joining us. We're going to have, I'm going to throw in a quick question of the week this week. And um, we, we, we're not going to answer it. We don't have to answer it. If you guys want to, you can. Um, but I definitely want, want the audience to have get a hold of this question. And feel free to answer this at livingmillennialproductions.com or find us at livingmillennialproductions on Instagram. And let us know what your answer is. Uh, but the question of the week this week is, when was the last time you did something that scared you? And how did it turn out? I love this question. Mandisa brought this to us the other day and I was shooketh because I was like, (laughs) oh, that's deep. (laughs) That is something to really sit on. Um, So, and yeah, and I've been sitting on that for a a good minute. Yes, you know, it's a great question. I've been sitting on that for a great minute. And honestly, I think that's something to even put in for those of us who do journal prompts and you know, all that stuff, especially during the full moons and, you know, we make that a whole ritual, um, hold on to that question continuously. That's not a question that we can answer one time and we always have the same answer. It may very well, you know, we always have different answers for it. So wherever you are listening, watching us, um, let us know what your, what your answer is. Ladies, I appreciate y'all so much. This is great. This has been beautiful. Um, Yeah. And please let our audience know where they can find you, where they can listen to you, where they can connect with you all as well.
3: Thank you so much for having us. Uh, We definitely had fun. I think I could speak for both of us when we say that. Like this conversation was just, it was so needed and it was just, it was just great to get it all out and like just, you know, collaborate and talk with you guys, like two just, you know, podcasts out here doing it, you know, focusing on millennials, but, you know, helping everybody. So we definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, I'm definitely going to answer that question on you guys' website. It's livingmillennialproductions.com. Perfect. Yes. Look at me. Um, so we'll definitely go a- answer that question over there. And then we'll actually talk about it probably on our next episode. Cause you guys have inspired us as well. So we'll, we'll continue the conversation. Um, but you can find us anywhere podcasts are streamed. We are being, becoming the podcast. Um, and then also we're on YouTube as well. So we do have some video components to our podcast. If you go on over to the, I'm just MB B page, you can find us on YouTube and we have all of our podcast episodes as videos as well as audio but literally anywhere podcast so whether it's google apple Podcasts, spotify all those others that are out there <laughs> you can find us and if you want to follow me personally um, again i am a realtor and i love to help people achieve their g- dreams in whatever facet they ma- that may be so whether you want to buy a house or just become more informed about the, you know the home buying process would we'll love to talk to you guys so you can dm me as well on ig and i'm just MB. so try to keep it pretty much
1: the same Yes, MB, yes. I ain't gonna lie. I wrote in the chat. That was a great question. And uh, yeah, I will definitely be answering that on the podcast. Uh, (laughs) You can follow me at beautifulj. That is on Instagram. Um, Again, I'm pretty much like MB. Um, I'm the silent person, I think, on Instagram. I don't post as much, but I am there. If you DM me, I will respond back probably within the next 20 to 30 minutes. I be on there, but again, I'm a silent person. Okay, you will not see me, but I'm there. <laughs> so if you want to follow me at Beautiful J on Instagram, you can do that. That is B E Y O U T I F U L J.
0: Well, thank you. Thank y'all so much. Um, I'm definitely interested to know what y'all answers are. So I will be looking out for it as well as looking out for the next podcast episode so I can it from a sheriff. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so again, thank you so much. You all know, the audience knows where to find us. If you don't, if you're new, look for us at again, livingmillennialproductions.com. On Instagram, Living Millennial Productions, Facebook, Living Millennial Productions as well. And and we got anything else, girl. That's it. That's it. That's all. YouTube. That's it. That's it. That's
2: oh, you weren't talking to me. Never mind.
0: (laughs) No, I was. I was. (laughs) (laughs) Look at us. (laughs) No, No, you could. No, I think I think that is I think that is everything. So thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, catch us next time. This is Living Millennial.
2: Ah! <laughs> hey, yo. That was
1: really, really good. Oh, yeah. I liked it. I really.
0: Don't forget to subscribe to our show. Follow us on social media in the links in the show description and share, share, share with family, friends and whoever you think will care. Leave a rating and a review so more people can find us. We'll see y'all soon.